If you are looking for holistic wisdom and a plan to reclaim your fertility to help you create a healthy family for generations to come, you're in the right place. This is Fertile Minds Radio. Hey guys, welcome back to another installment of Fertile Minds Radio. Today we are talking about the five realms of fertility. And the five realms is basically how fertility challenges affect every area of our life. So often we come to fertility, we think about just our physical body. And this framework really allows us to take a little bit of a closer look into other areas of our life where it might be affecting us uh, that we hadn't quite noticed. And the reason that we're doing this episode today is because a few of you have written in or done one-on-ones with me, or you've been very curious about the structure of the Conscious Conceptions group coaching program that is coming out this June. And this is one of the main structures um, behind it. So I'm actually providing you today with one of the modules from the actual course in the start here module of Conscious Conceptions so that you can get a better idea if this is something that you want to take a closer look at. I hope you enjoy, and if you have any questions, please feel free to reach out and schedule a 30-minute one-to-one session with me. I'd love to connect and hear about your journey so far and how I can be of service. Hey there. Welcome to our module about the five realms, and in this case, the five realms of fertility. This is a tool that hopefully you are going to learn and use for the rest of your life so that you feel more balance in your day-to-day. You'll notice if you look at the uh, coursework of Conscious Conception, so it's actually uh, broken up into the five realms. So we're going to kind of take a deep dive today about what each one is and help you go through a little bit of a worksheet to basically understand what areas in your life fertility challenges have kind of taken over and so that you can begin to take steps to feel better and reclaim your life in those areas so that you have a more balanced day to day. So many of us think that fertility is a matter solely of the physical body when we first set out on this journey to find out, quote unquote, what's wrong or what needs to be fixed. And what I want to offer you is that if you have those thoughts, there's nothing to be fixed. You are perfect and whole right in this moment, just as you are with or without child. And I think that that's really important to understand and notice if that doesn't resonate with us, if it doesn't feel true, then we automatically know that there's an area that we can go to work on because It really stinks to go through life thinking that you need to achieve something in order to feel whole and pure and lovable. So just know that I see you and I think that you are completely lovable the way that you are. So one of the things that I have noticed in the 14 years of working with couples trying to conceive is that Sometimes it will be a solely physical issue, and that's usually the first place that we go looking um, when things aren't going as planned. And that is the area that I sometimes lovingly call a plumbing problem. So it could be a matter of structure in your body not working quite right. Um, It doesn't mean that you're broken. It just means that there's something that we can rebalance. And I think that Chinese medicine does a wonderful job of helping us reframe those 
those patterns of imbalance. So that's just something that needs to be tweaked rather than sometimes what happens in Western medicine when we get a diagnosis and it really becomes a label and we start to wear that or embody it as if it's like who we are. So those are some of the the subtle differences I see in the two paradigms of medicine when it comes to diagnoses. Um, But yeah, there are sometimes physical issues that need tending to. So maybe the sperm count or quality shape or how they swim is not as great as it could be. Or maybe if you are the partner that is ovulating, maybe there is an ovulatory disorder or the tubes are closed, that would be a structural issue. And we do have um, ways to go about solving for those in the program. But it's oftentimes not the only area of our life that we need to tend to, especially if the fertility challenges have been going on a long time and we feel like fertility is running our life now. So sometimes I'll notice that there is a little bit of a spiritual disconnect, especially if something has gone on a long time, meaning that we start to question our belief Uh, because we haven't been able to have a child so far. And that's kind of more common than you would actually think. Um, And there are a lot of great yummy solutions in this program and the spiritual realm for that. Um, And then sometimes it is mental, emotional. In terms of what I referenced before in diagnoses, sometimes we take these things on and we make them mean something about us and our thoughts. Um, And that's because words matter people learn through story. Uh, We learn through conversing and and the written word. And we oftentimes identify with the thoughts in our minds as us, instead of just thinking that, oh, those are just words in the brain and not necessarily me. And we're going to really tease that out and dissect that in this program as to what is you and what is your body and what is your thoughts. So, There are sometimes um, deeper emotional wounds than just the the mental emotional pair that goes together of thoughts creating our feelings. Sometimes there is some unaddressed um, trauma or PTSD um, that is creating emotional responses all without a thought. And we're going to dive into that in the physical realm as we dissect how the nervous system works with our bodies. Um, But I offer all of this to you, not as a way for you to think, great, there's more stuff than I already know about that could possibly be need tending to. But I offer it because nothing has gone wrong. No matter which realm of your life needs tending to, it just is simply what it is. And when we bring our awareness to it, sometimes we wish we hadn't because we can't unsee it. But this program is hopefully going to offer you a way through all of those things so that when you come out on the other side, you feel even better about yourself. And the quicker that you can come to the acceptance and not make it mean anything about you personally, when you do find that there is an area of your life that maybe isn't um, up to snuff for the way that you would want it to be, um, the easier it is to kind of um, get through and have the aha moment of what you can, in fact, do for yourself and what you have control over. So the five realms gives us a way to be really curious and start to observe our life in manageable bite-sized chunks. And the more that you work with it, it also helps you to understand that things are always in flux. Rarely do we ever feel like we are a solid 10 in all areas in our life. 
um, simultaneously. Like we might have our career going really, really well. And we might feel like our physical health is in the dumpster and the other three are just kind of status quo. Um, and that's really normal. So I don't want you to like freak out if you're not a perfect 10 and, and any, in all areas. In fact, I don't know that I myself have ever felt like I was on top in all 10 areas. I aim to have like a, like B's in all of the areas. Maybe one's a little bit higher where I'm putting my attention and energy, but I just don't want an F of one just falling completely to the wayside because that does make us feel really unbalanced and um, like life is hard and it doesn't need to be that way. And life is 50-50 of positive and negative. Um, and this is just going to help us see how we hold the different areas of our life in regard and what feelings we are carrying um, through those parts of our lives. So the goal is to look through a different lens and observe how fertility challenges have um, maybe affected certain areas of your life or maybe to just notice what was hiding in plain sight already and really has been asking to be released and shifted so that something new can come in. And, and we're going to just be very curious about ourselves um, and how we feel in each area. So if you find yourself saying every part of my life is a 10, except that um, I don't have a baby, then we know right where to start. Actually, we know that we need to be in the emotional realm because we need to work on our thoughts because we're either making the absence of a child the container to hold all the other things that we're not willing to, to look at that are making us feel bad, or we have a belief somewhere that the child is the key to happiness. Um, kind of like a grass is always greener. If we can just get there and achieve, then we'll be happy. And that's where we know we need to go to work. Um, and that's where something that if you are resonating with this, then that was one of the first things that you can bring to ask a coach or to our live coaching sessions. <clears throat> so you'll notice that the five main parts in this method are broken down into the following realms, um, spiritual, physical, emotional, relationship, and material. And we're going to go over each one in great detail. But I love the fact that when you order them in this way, their acronym, um, it also turns into something that we very much need in order to get pregnant. So it's an easy way for you to remember if you're like, what are the five realms? Just think of sperm and hopefully spiritual, physical, emotional relationship and material will come to your mind. So when we look at ourselves through the lens of the five realms, it helps us to gain clarity on our needs, our desires, and what's holding, what we're holding onto that no longer serves us, and what we can bring into our lives that will nourish and affirm us and bring us closer to creating the family of our dreams. Um, there is a worksheet in the five realms that I want you to pull up if you haven't already done it. It's in this section. It's also in the master workbook in the beginning um, under start here. And it's designed to just give you a 360 de degree view of your life so we know where to start, basically. Um, there isn't like a, a set to this program where you should go from one module straight through the others. Now you can if you're very linear minded like that. But for a lot of you, this worksheet is going to shed some light onto like where you really want to start to get the most out of your actions. Um, so realms where you find your low, the lowest score are the, where you should start, in my opinion. Um, and I want you to finish the entire start here section first, though. 
um, before you go into one of these realms heavily, because it's going to give you a firm foundation of where to begin, how to use the program and how to get the most out of it. We do a lot of teaching of the model in the um, start here section, because that is really the other basis of this work. Okay. So in the spiritual realm, it contains the connection to something bigger than yourself, God, universe, source. I lovingly like to call that Gus because um, it kind of pulls in all of the names that we could have for our higher power. And it doesn't necessarily um, even mean that it has to be religious. Um, it could You could identify with this as spiritual or energetic um, or nature. I have a lot of agnostics that will sometimes say, well, I can get the spiritual realm because I, I understand like I'm connected to every living thing when I go outside. And so for me, spiritual realm is nature. And then some of us were brought up in dogmatic religions. And when we hear the word spiritual, we automatically think of um, our particular religion. Or if you were more like myself, where you were exposed to a ton of different religions, um, you might identify as more spiritual in that you kind of take what you need approach um, or a higher power. So I just wanted to kind of clear that up here in the beginning. Um, but you call it whatever you want. And please don't get offended if somebody else calls it something else. Um, I think this is maybe one of the most intimate realms that we are going to go through. Um, and that's a good thing, right? We want to open ourselves up to intimacy, up to magic and mystery. And all of that is contained in the spiritual realm. This is also where we hold our underlying belief system, our core values, um, and our understanding of our purpose and our meaning in life. Like, who am I and, and why am I here? And, you know, for a lot of us that are trying to conceive, sometimes uh, that gets kind of like intertwined in our purpose. So that's a big reason why that's here. Um, and then also, as I said before, sometimes people seem to lose their spiritual connection or it doesn't even occur to them that that should be part of their journey because it's not necessarily a part of Western medicine, even though it is very much present in holistic medicine. It just may have not been an area that you've been exposed to before or even considered could be part of your journey. So I just invite you to be curious with this section. It's also where we're going to um, go over some truths and myths around meditation. I've been a meditation teacher now for, gosh, seven years, and I've had a personal practice for quite a while. So that is kind of the bulk of what you will find in terms of practices there. Um, there's all kinds of different types of meditation because just as all of us have different wiring in our brains, I find that we all... Um, respond differently to different types. So really the idea here is about finding the mindfulness practice that works for you, that you're actually going to do. Um, so that will be something that we cover in the spiritual realm. Um, and then also we take a deep dive into what our sacred values are. And this is a concept from my meditation teacher, David G about like, what do you stand for? Like, what is your moral compass? And this is really important when we're making hard decisions. And it's something that I think we should revisit throughout our lives, because if we always have a finger on like what our moral internal compass is, and we can measure any decision that we're making against it, no matter how big or like 
monumental it may seem, it just makes it a lot easier to feel like we are in alignment with ourselves and our higher power when we make those decisions. So that's a little bit of what you'll find in the spiritual realm part of the course. So in the physical realm, this is probably the one of the most extensive of the course. Um, we talk a lot about nutrition, there's um, meal plans, um, all the literature that backs up what we should or should not be eating, uh, lifestyle choices and how that affects uh, fertility in both people that menstruate or create sperm, um, what supplements we should use or not use and why and when. There's a big supplement guide um, in that section that a lot of you will be interested in. Um, the impact of digestion on our physical health and our microbiota and how that influences not just who we are, but the entire making of our child. Um, and it even goes into our looks because we are going to um, sometimes come up against our how we feel about our personal bodies, whether we trust them to carry and deliver and to be a parent if we're maybe, especially if we're a little bit um, advanced maternal or paternal age. Um, and what that means to have young children in another five to 10 years, um, and how we feel about those transitions into those different stages of pregnancy and motherhood, um, and what that may or may not do to our bodies. Um, there's also going to be a lot of um, progress evaluators here so that you, if you are a person that likes measurement and you like process, you have these areas to come back to and measure yourself. So you're going to be learning how to effectively um, chart your temperatures with the basal body temperature, whether you're doing that on paper or an app, you're gonna kind of learn what to look for and what to read uh, into and what to just leave alone. Um, and then also um, like lab trackers. So if you are somebody that is um, monitoring certain lab values, or even if you're just trying to learn which ones you should go and get, um, being able to have them in kind of a spreadsheet of sorts for linear minds and see the progress that we've made is really helpful. And then for other of us, all we need is just to know, hey, my menses is getting a lot less painful. There's a lot of bright red blood and not a lot of clots and it's coming on time. Or, and that just lets us know, okay, our, our body is moving in the right direction towards its most fertile self. And that all of the things that we're putting into our body and doing to our body are actually helping. So you will um, find a guide to understanding your hormones. You'll also find um, a, quite a deep dive on environmental toxicities. I do believe that fertility or infertility in the developing nations is probably one of the biggest environmental issues that we have. Um, and my, my hope is to educate you on this and not to make you feel hopeless, um, but to really empower you to be able to take care of your house and your the products in your house and what you use on your body in order not just to enhance your fertility, but hopefully to positively impact the genetic expression of your children for the next two generations and to raise them in an environment with the awareness of how our fertility really kind of um, you know, just intersects with how we treat our planet and our environment. And so that hopefully you will raise your children with that level of consciousness as well, because the earth needs our stewardship more than ever if we are to survive as a species. 
Um, we're going to talk a lot about the literature and nutrition and what it says for different um, types of diagnoses in fertility challenges, um, habits, and I mentioned the supplement guide. And then we are going to have a section for those that make sperm to better understand um, what their sperm analysis mean and what the literature says can help and may not be helpful. Um, so in the mental emotional realm, uh, probably one of the most life-changing and profound parts of this program, if you can learn the tool of the model and really get proficient on it through writing it down and, and starting to be curious and notice how your thoughts, the words in your brain make you feel, and ultimately how that makes you take action or not take action and then creates the results in your life, you can start to take back a piece of your control. We can start to explore what it feels like to be in emotional adulthood versus emotional childhood, thinking that we are the victim of our circumstance. So it's a way, it's not toxic positivity and it is not thought swapping or <laughs> gaslighting, saying that this is all your fault. Um, it is really a way to be curious about the thoughts that we have and how they make us feel and whether or not we believe that. And if we don't believe that or it's no longer serving us, how we safely go about um, processing and honoring the emotion that comes up and then starting to shift our thoughts around that in a gentle manner. Also, I tend to be probably a little biased in this, but I think that this is one of the biggest things that you can teach and model for your child. Um, a lot of us weren't taught how our minds work or even about emotional intelligence. And, you know, you can be book smart, but if you don't have emotional intelligence, um, navigating relationship and feeling seen and heard and whole can be really hard to come by. So I think, again, I think this is one of these like great tools in this program that you'll take with you hopefully throughout your life, but then you'll just um, embed in your child's way of being as well. So um, how to feel better is really like a six-step process of how we go through um, and harness um, bad feelings through the power of thought um, and how we process those, right? So we don't just avoid them or push them away, um, but there's actual processes through going through that. Um, and then belief work. So if thoughts are, that are on repeat quite often are what become our beliefs, um, we sometimes have to challenge our beliefs or more importantly, what we'll be doing in the program is kind of learning how to um, use your brain for your own benefit to believe something before it actually happens, like getting pregnant. Um, and then we also are going to go through our story about our fertility and how that shapes our epigenetics. And we're going to do a little um, burn ritual through that, which is so great for releasing um, any attachment to the stories that you may have knowingly or unknowingly put there uh, along this journey. The relationship realm is where we talk about our relationships to others, but more importantly to ourselves and our ability to have our own back, our ability to um, really make decisions, like I said, in the spiritual realm that are in alignment with us. But then when things don't go to plan or to expectation, how we can really shore ourselves up and take care of ourselves in, in that process and in that unfolding in a really safe and honoring way. Um, because a lot of us who are achievers, myself included, um, 
we're kind of conditioned with being hard on ourselves. And so the this section will really help you take a deep dive into um, what it is that you can shift in terms of how you think about yourself, especially when things don't go to plan. Um, and we're going to talk a lot about um, our relationships, not just with our partners, but our family and, and society at large and how that shaped our expectations and our beliefs around fertility. Um, and we'll do that through a tool called the manual, which is sometimes our unspoken rule book of the expectations that we keep for every relationship that we have. And this shows up big time often in a fertility journey with our partner and what we think they should and should not be doing. Um, our relationship with time is going to be explored in this section, which is super uh, important because uh, a lot of us feel like there's a sense of urgency, like we are running out of time because of the messages that we are receiving or the choices that we have made in our past. And examining this can help us to understand where we are being hard on ourselves and where we are actually creating a feeling of urgency that's not serving us. Um, and sometimes this alone can help us to feel more calm and grounded in our journey. And then in the material realm. So the material realm is all about money, as you may have gathered with the name material. It's about our stuff, right? Like um, how, like our wealth consciousness, do we come from a place of graspy kind of lack energy of it's never enough and we need this to make us feel whole? Or are we already whole and in such a state of abundance that anything that we achieve or receive is extra on top of it, which is really what we're going for in, um, in our fertility work together is to get you to a place of just extreme abundance instead of lack so that you can feel grounded and whole through the duration of this journey. Um, we also talk a lot about career and the archetypes of transition into motherhood here and our identity and how our identity um, really does just shift whether we like it or not when we become a parent and some of the work that we can do ahead of time and during that time and after to make those transitions a little bit sweeter. Um, and one of the main um, premises that we use in this realm is the quadrants of attachment and outcome. So understanding when we are in low attachment um, <clears throat> and, and low desire to do things for ourselves versus being in high attachment and high desire, which is burnout. Um, and there's a little bit of a, a sweet spot where we're not attached, but we're, we're very highly engaged with the things that we need to do. And in order to get there, we need to shift the um, focus off of the thing that we want, the child in this case. We need to put it back onto ourselves. So doing all of these lifestyle hacks um, and this work on ourselves to do it for ourselves, not because of what we think it will give us. Um, and I think that that's one of the most beautiful things because when you can apply that to this, which is so difficult, right? This is um, probably one of the hardest things a lot of you will do in your life um, is the kind of the trials and tribulations of a fertility journey. Um, when you can apply it to that, you can apply it to anything and really start to go after anything you want in life without 
feeling so let down when things don't go to plan and just really understanding how to feel elated and celebrated and extra when things do go to plan. Hey, if you're interested in taking this work deeper in your life, let's work together. Go to FertileMindsRadio.com to schedule a free, no obligation chat to discuss which level of support would be best for you. Or click on the link in my bio over on Instagram at Fertile Minds Radio. It really is that simple. 